Welcome to the Theory of DFS podcast. I'm Jordan Cooper, the co-author of the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. It's a 15-hour audio DFS masterclass at theoryofdfs.com. Joined as sometimes, as mostly, uh, Eric Bime for. Uh, you had to skip out last week. You had, you had stuff to do. It's interesting you skip out on the week that I actually did well. <laughs> That's my plan. I don't want to hear uh, the times that you're you're having success. Nobody wants to hear the other. I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Um, no, I haven't had a chance. We we're talking before the show. I haven't had a chance to go back and listen to you and Josh's um, conversation or listen to how you did last week. So uh, I mean, it's not I'm like I won a GPP or anything. I mean, I just yeah. thought, oh, I ma- I made a good amount of money. Okay, I made some money. Well, good thing because. Yeah. I lost 30% this past Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad for me. I don't even want to talk about, about Sunday. It's a good thing. I was thinking about this. Uh, it's a good thing, you know, that I guess people are doing the what are you thankful for and stuff, that we have, like, all these sports going on and we have the Thanksgiving slate coming up and, like, we have all this different stuff because, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, we were framing it more from a, like, should we play cash games or just tournaments or, you know, how are you dealing with the swings and blah, blah, blah. But like having like a awful, I was my Sunday was horrible as well this this week. Um, but to just be able to move on is like, I, do you want to play NBA on Sunday night and just be done with it, or do you know you move on to the next day? Like we've talked about in the past, I like to play the college sports. You know, I know you like soccer and and MMA and like having all of this shit available to us is like has been like awesome. Like when I have a bad Sunday, like I really don't even care. And and it actually helped some of the conversation that we had where you kind of framed it in like, why are we treating an NFL Sunday different? You know, in NBA, you lose and you move on to the next day and you don't really care. And I've kind of started to frame those NFL Sundays a little bit more like that. It's like, look, it's just one slate amongst thousands or whatever that I'm going to play across different sports, across all of DFS in a year. So like, you lose and you move on to the the next slate or the next day or whatever. And, you know, and when you win, you celebrate it and you're happy, but then you still move on to the next day and probably lose. But um, we, there was something that we talked about in the past that I I wanted to bring up because like, I feel like it has helped me actually. Um, Just like, you know, my frame of mind and and being a better player, um, just kind of treating, you know, like we talked about players or chess pieces. It's kind of, you know, every slate is just like a bullet in the chamber. Right. Well, it's one long game, just like in poker. Every hand is just, it's just one long game. You have a bad session. You have a bad eight hour session. Well, just eight hours out of the 10,000 you'll play. I mean, like, just like it's, it's yes. In this short time period. Sure. And as long as you have proper bankroll management and you're a positive expected value player, then all you want to do is increase the sample size. All you, that just, that, Get on, you know, play shutdown. Yeah, played shutdown last night. Uh, to, well, you know, played sixteen lineups. Didn't cash a single one because Daniel Jones couldn't, uh, you know, Awful. Have a horrible so Giants offense. But it's like, would I have changed my decisions? No. I mean, so what? What am I? What am I supposed to do? But I'm, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. Like uh, maybe this is the thankful episode, a short, <laughs> short Thanksgiving type of thing. No, I mean, especially with with COVID last year. Like, I'm thankful that, like, it's weird to say for most people how they treat their DFS play. Like, if you're, especially if you're if you're watching or listening to this show, like, I, it's, 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 it's a hard thing to, to, to agree with because it sounds counterproductive. Our goal is to have the largest sample size possible, right? If we have an edge, we want to play as many slates and it's, we want to, Increase our likelihood because in a short period of time, you could win or lose a lot, but over a long yeah. period of time, you, you, that's where you show your profit. But you don't have to play every slate. Like it's, it's it, once you went, like people find it odd. Like uh, Eric, the past two weeks, I have not played NBA DFS. No, I have not played a slate whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right. I've looked at the projection. I mean, I, I do a show on Mondays. I mean, I, I do the pregame yeah. show. Obviously, the reason why I'm not, I haven't played NBA DFS in the past two weeks, there's two reasons, okay? Two reasons. One, it's fucking exhausting. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. it is literally, it is so, like last night, 
Fucking Seth Curry gets scratched also. I mean, what the... F can we can we stop with this? But it, this is what NBA DFS is. The, uh -huh. the problem is, is that the biggest edge in, in NBA DFS is that type of stuff. Yeah. So if you're not going to play that way, you might as well not play. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's why I think it's like, can I... NFL's going on, soccer, I got MMA, I got, you know, I back my the first two years of me playing DFS, I just played soccer. And back then we didn't even have Europa League or Interleague slates. Yeah. We had some MLS and the and the slate sizes were small. Like first place was like five grand in the big GPP for soccer. But it used to be my first year playing, it's like, okay, Saturday is is Premier League in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then there's an MLS slate in the afternoon and the night. Sunday morning. There's like a two-game EPL slate, you know, small. <laughs> and then there wouldn't be anything on Monday. There'd be nothing on Tuesday. There'd be maybe a three-game MLS slate on Wednesday. So, like, I was used to playing maybe one to three times a week, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I don't play NBA. I don't play, I don't watch any of these other sports. So, like, I'm not going to play them, right? I, I have a small, little, small discretionary income, and I'm playing to, yeah. you know, whatever. I'm playing 40 bucks a slate with 400 bucks in my account. And I know soccer. And I'm going to try to get as good as soccer DFS as I possibly can. So, like, I'm thankful that there are MLS slates. So I'm not just playing yeah. EPL on Saturdays. And then they added Champions League. So that was Tuesdays and Wednesdays. But it's not every Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's like every other, you know, when, when Champions League mm -hmm. play is in session. So, wow, Tuesday afternoon I get a slate. Wednesday afternoon I get a slate. And I'm just playing soccer. Now, once, once now four years go by, I'm playing MLB, I'm playing NBA, I'm playing NFL. The people are asking, why aren't you playing the three-game interleague slate on Friday? Like, like, I don't have to play all the slates. I would love to, yes. I would love to be able to play all the slates. But I don't believe I could be plus EV playing all of it. Right? right? So, like, so I missed some slates. Now, if my goal was to maximize my profit to the nth degree... I would make time to play literally every slate. I would play all the turbo slates, play all the showdown slates. I would develop processes so I could automate like like 98% of what I do. And if my if my goal was to make millions upon millions of dollars, uh, the possibility of that happening not being that high, right? Yeah. You still have to be the best in order to do it like that. So if my if I'm optimizing for fifty to seventy five thousand dollars a year, do I have to play every slate? No, I'd rather play the slates that I play well, right? Sometimes I play the afternoon slate in NFL. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes mm -hmm. I play showdown on Monday. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I play Champions League soccer. Sometimes I, we're going to be record, we're recording this and the Champions League lineups will come out at two, at, 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 in the middle of this recording. So you know what I decided? That I'm not going to play. I'm just not, I'm just <laughs> not going to play. So I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. People are going to play. People are going to win. People are going to lose. And it doesn't matter to me. I'm not like that fear of missing out is gone. So like once that fear of missing out on like, well, this could be the slate where you win $10,000 in soccer. I, I don't think in those terms. I just think of, yeah. I just try to play the slates that I play the best that I can. And, and it is what it is. And I'm thankful that I'm able to do that, that I do shows like this, do the Roto grinder stuff. And that I don't need to, I don't need to grind out every conceivable possible edge to meet my particular goal, my formula of fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars a year. Yep. But I mean, but that, but you, but you could tell from a lot of a lot of serious DFS players. Now, trying to grind out every possible slate and everything like that is commendable. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's the, I'm not saying that's wrong. This is not a right or wrong type of question. But there are pl probably plenty of people listening to this podcast that feel as if like, th this is not what they do for a living. They have another job. They may do this seriously. They may, they, they may spend a lot of time on this and they may be profitable players, but they feel as if like, well, maybe I have to play this, the, the Thanksgiving slate and all three Thanksgiving showdowns. <laughs> right. Yeah. And even though, mm -hmm. even though I'm going to be at Thanksgiving dinner, there's such an edge because, because uh, so many casual players play on Thanksgiving. That's like, Oh, I gotta play 150 lineups now. I gotta bring my laptop to my my mother-in-law's house so I can like my attitude is, do you know what I'm doing on this Thanksgiving? I'm I'm I th I think I'm pl I'm playing one, I think I'm playing a cash lineup in head to heads on DraftKings, mm -hmm. not even on FanDuel. 
and, and I'm just in, I'm just enjoying as much as I can uh, spending time with my my wife's family on on Thanksgiving, and then I don't have to yeah. worry about. And if I'm not missing out on anything, I'm just like I'm maybe I play five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars worth of volume in one cash lineup, and, and that and that's it. And not ten thousand. Oh, I gotta play. I gotta play every con. No, you don't have to play every contest. But you know, but you know why I could do that? Because Saturday, because Saturday, there's Saturday soccer. There's Sunday NFL. There's yep. NBA next week. There's golf. There's like sports don't just disappear. I mean, like, <laughs> like the next te- the but the poker table. There'll there'll always be a game, right? So if I miss this game, oh, there's an action player there. John the plumber's there and he's dumping money. It's like, is John going to be there another two days this week? Yeah. So, so why do I have to show up today? I mean, like, is he going broke today? Is it like, no, I, I, I don't need to. Do, don't, don't you think that, although it sounds kind of reductive of like, as sharp plays, you want to increase your sample size as much as possible. But I, I don't feel the fear of, like, I didn't play NBA DFS for two weeks. Who knows? Maybe if I played, I would have picked $100,000. Do you think that a lot of people think in those terms? Yes. And don't think in like, well, if I'm not playing, the same thing when when people say like, uh, you know, when I won, when I won the slant, I would have came in second in the Millie Maker for 150 thousand. Aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you pissed off? Aren't you upset that you didn't play all those lineups in the Millie Maker? I go, no, because I wasn't playing the Millie Maker. Like, I don't have any fear of missing out that oh my lineup's going to be the million dollar winner, so I got to play them all in the Millie. No, I I don't play it. Oh, the lineup that came in fourth place in the in the whatever contest in NBA would have won the 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 seven seven set. Like, well, I, but I don't play that contest. Yeah, like, I, like I've no, I'm, I don't fear missing out on that or anything. I would fear missing out if I normally played that contest, and then on that day decided to to not play that. Like then maybe even then, but even then that's like I wasn't playing that contest. Oh, aren't you? Aren't you? Uh, aren't you? Don't you have a fear? Of like, because I, since I play all unique lineups and GPPs, sometimes I, the lineup I play in the thirty-three dollar yep. contest would have won a hundred thousand dollars in the in the two hundred dollar contest, and I was just playing them randomly, twenty lineups into you know whatever it fit into, and oh, but you won this GPP for ten thousand, but if that lineup was in the other contest, you would have won fifty thousand, <laughs> and it only came down to essentially your rand function in Excel. Aren't you upset yep. at that? I go no. What what would Sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. You know, you know that 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 hundred thousand NBA win that I had. Well, maybe I play like that also. That could have been in the <laughs> smallest make the twenty max, and I would have only won fifteen thousand dollars in that. It just yeah. so happened it was in that lineup was in the bigger comp. That's those are things I can't control. Right. I'm going to play that strategy that way every slate, and I'm just looking to bink. My attitude when it comes to that is, I played twenty lineups in NFL this past weekend. I want to win one of them, right? If I win one of the one of the spies, one of the power sweeps, one of the the, the seventy five dollar, the red zone fifty dollar, the three entries into the wildcat, like I just want to win one of them, right? If the one that I win is the tenth is only ten thousand dollars, great. So I only had an I only had an eight x on the day, right? <laughs> instead of a, instead of a hundred x on the day, but I mean, yeah, I can't control where the where the lineups go. I'm building for all the same contests at the same time. So I have no fear of missing that out. But you nodded your head before. Don't you feel, I'm not saying that I'm, like I said, this is not a right or wrong answer. But don't you feel that a lot of people base their play on what slates they play, what contests they play, and even if they're going to play on the, on that, that fear of missing out mentality. Uh, I, I totally do. And, and I think that that's, um, a skill maybe that, you know, we talk a lot about these, uh, you know, more soft skill type things uh, over the course of all these episodes. And I think that that is one that a lot of people probably really struggle with. And I think it's funny because you hear that all the time, right? Uh, the, the exact example that you said, aren't you, you know, aren't you upset that the contest you put in the $50 single entry would have won the Wildcat and you missed out on, right? Like you said, $100,000. Like, well, I guess, sure, but like, like you said, there are things that I can control and there are things that I cannot, cannot control. And also part of that is 
like you have a bankroll and you're playing within a certain strategy because like we don't have infinite funds we don't have infinite time we don't have infinite all of these things and so you have set aside a strategy that you believe works best for you and you are like a, a playing by those rules of that strategy right and so as long as you're you know you're comfortable with the strategy that you have have laid out that's just part of the game sometimes like you said sometimes you're going to run hot on that sometimes you do you get your best team in the the contest that ends up having the highest upside and, and it works you it's also possible the the reverse could be true you could have played that best team in the wildcat and they would have got ninth right because it's a bigger it's a it's a bigger contest than than something you know right I'm you would have lost you would have lost but sometimes it works in reverse that Good thing that was in the in the double spy and not in the wildcat. Because in the double spy, I made twenty thousand, and in the wildcat, it would have only made seven thousand, right? And come in exactly. twelve play, right? And it's like, oh, like even though it was the best like lineup or whatever, it actually made more money, right? Just like when people bet, uh, I'm going to play twenty lineups into the large GPP, fifteen dollar whatever, an NBA DFS, and it's like. Uh, my best lineup came in 12th. Oh, I'm almost there. It's like, dude, if you played that lineup into a smaller field contest, instead of winning a winning a thousand bucks, you would have you would have won same entry fee, smaller contest, yeah. right? Maybe, and you would have actually won more money because you would have came in second, and the payout structure goes all the way up like that. So, but these are things that if you're building lineups for the contest that you're playing, those are the things you can't you you cannot control that. Yeah. So and if so you can't if you skill, can't control it, then what's the what's the point in being either upset or not like like that that general con like there's no fear to me there's no fear of missing out. Yeah, but I think that the people see like and the ecosystem has been built up in such a way that it is very easy for like the human mind to be distracted, right? Every freaking DraftKings contest has whatever hundred K to first right exclamation point you know like they're pointing out like look at all this money you can win and then you go on twitter or you go in discord or you go in slack or whatever and there's all these people posting their big wins you know you see screenshots everywhere and you go to the your favorite tout site and you know they got a, a an ad or a banner or whatever that is like so and so just won x amount of money come see how how he did it and like all that is fine i'm it's not like shade on any of that but the ecosystem has been built in such a way that it's like the human, the like the net, the person is just so distracted by look at all this money I can win, and if I if I if I am missing the opportunity to to win win that money by going back to what we were talking about first by passing on this slate right this would have been my day, you know I, I've 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 gone through this before like I. Like we I talked about the skill thing. I think this is a skill that I have developed over a, lo a long period of time. I did not always have this. I did the thing of okay, I'm playing three lineups. They gotta all be in the same contest. You know, they gotta uh, they gotta be for the exact same dollar amounts, right? They, I gotta do all that because I don't want to. You know, I had the fear of okay, what happens if this team is the good one and this team is is the bad one? Blah blah blah. I did the thing where it's like, look, I'm making I'm I'm now making money at this. I can't sit this Tuesday NBA slate out, right? Like I'm not going to play NBA tonight. Like literally as we're recording this, I'm not playing. It's a shitty slate. I'm not, I'm not interested. Um, there's a lot of other fun stuff go going on. Um, it's an amazing week for college basketball. We got prepped for Thanksgiving. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a fun week with plenty of other stuff that I can dabble in if I want to. So I'm going to sit the NBA slate up. Could this have been the one where I would have won the, you know, whatever contest that I was playing? Maybe I guess, but it, it treating each one like you like you said like like the poker game, it's always there. If if you were if you were going to win, if you were supposed to win, if you are talented enough and skillful enough to win, it's gonna it, it's gonna happen. The whole which day is it is it gonna happen on? Was today the day? It's just you playing the mental gymnastics in your head to like you know because of that fear be, because of that fear and that fear exists in multiple different ways, right? Like the, was this the slate? Was this lineup in the right, in the right contest? You know, all that kind of, did I play the, you, you definitely get the, I get this all the time. This is, this is actually low key, uh, totally side tangent. Why I don't post a ton of screenshots for like when I win, because I'm playing these higher dollar, smaller field contests. And so the score, the raw score that I will post, half the replies are, 
damn, I should have played that. Why didn't I play that contest? I outscored that by 15 points, you know? And it's like, it's just so, it's so like exhausting to, because obviously that's an ignorant reply, but like, that's how so many people think, right? Right. Well, it's the the same reason, Eric, why sometimes, I mean, I I post my big wins because why not? I don't post the the real big ones, you know, but I I, I feel like I have a little bit higher bar than what, what I see a lot on 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 twitter i don't know if that even that, that that that's true but i try not to post like you said you know win the slants or whatever you know one won the nba tournament uh not that long ago won the live final seat those are like milestones and big wins for me and so i'm, I'm more than happy to post those but you know you know but you're you, you, you you're, get the score you get the score replies you know what i get how many but how many lineups did how you play t- <laughs> right yeah. right oh well that oh 150 lineups uh, why aren't you posting screenshots ever like but that's the same type of ignorant reply of like, yeah. like yeah, playing a hundred, a hundred and fifty person contest, a two hundred person contest for four thousand dollar entry fee or something like that. Like it, it's the raw number of. It's actually uh, you're overcompensating on the raw number of dollars. It's yes. like when when I when I see when I see that, uh, you know, oh, I I played a fifteen hundred dollar entry contest and I got fifty th- and I got. Uh, fifty a uh, fifty thousand dollars. It's like, well, that's like what? That's fifteen x or whatever, whatever it is. I mean, eight, yeah. eight, nine, but ten x or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's the same. If you played a five dollar contest with the same entry fee and the same payout structure, it's the same thing. Other than the strength of the field is is weaker, right? But not dramatically, not so dramatically that whatever. But people focus on that raw number. They go, oh, you want a hundred thousand dollars? It's like. Yeah, well, you want to wait because you see the screenshots of oh, person won two hundred twenty three thousand dollars on one hundred eight thousand dollars worth of volume, and it's like, <laughs> I, I, nice job, dude. But I mean, like, like you're yeah, you're playing against the sharpest people. Yes, you're correct, but it's still a small fee. I mean, if someone posted a screenshot of uh, I played twelve dollars and I turned that into twenty six dollars, like it's the to me, it's the same screenshot. It's the yeah, right. But I mean, it's not about the screenshots. It's about, like you said, uh, what day? De- what like people want it? Want what day are they going to win? Yeah, right. Like I, 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 un- I understand that it's it's that I, that not to be controversial or whatever. Uh, it's, you it's no. me. It's it's <laughs> it's much it's much easier to not care about that stuff when you're an atheist. <laughs> Right? There's no fate. There's no destiny. Is, there's no nothing. I that mean, it's true. Right? It's very easy to understand the, just the concept of variance by yeah. uh, if you believe that the universe is random and we're here, there's no meaning to life. Like, I, you don't fall into those superstitious type of things. Like, well, I got to play the same contest every day because I don't know which day I'm going to win, but it could be yep. today. It's like, well, what happens if I told you? That you're gonna play over your DFS career a hundred NBA DFS, a uh, thousand NBA DFS slates. Like, let's say you're gonna play. I just give you a finite number, one thousand. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you have any amount of time to fill up that one thousand. DFS is yeah, gonna so exist, why? right? Does it have to be Today the next thousand? Matter. Does it matter yeah. which thousand it is? No, it doesn't matter which thousand it is. Mm-hmm. Can are you able to tell which day you're going to win? If your answer is no, that means. Fill up that a thousand by any amount you want. Now, sharper players would say, "Well, what happens if I have the option of having a five thousand sample size? Well, that would be better than a thousand. But the trade-off is, is that you're pl- that you're exhausting yourself playing every turbo slate and not like, which is fun if your if your formula is to maximize profit at all costs. That that would be optimal. But if that's not your if that's not your formula, if there's some number there that you're looking to hit or something like that, like then feel free to fill up that thousand, fill up whatever. Skip a week of NFL. Oh my god, an NFL Sunday. Imagine skipping a main slate of NFL Sunday. But there's only 18 of them. There's also only 150 MLB slates. There's only 150 NBA. There's only there's only 48 MMA slates. I mean, like, <laughs> like it's the same. It's the same thing. Now, I, I'm not doing this to scold people because, uh, I mean, I, I think the mentality, I, if you have it, you have it. I, I'm just, I, 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 where we're talking about things that we're thankful for, right? 
I'm thankful yep. for the I'm thankful for the fact that there's enough content. Like there's enough sites. There's enough yeah. content. Like like because when because where do you because Eric, where do you stop? Because imagine you're like okay I I'm gonna play every sport on DraftKings every slate because I can and I I'm sharp I have an edge and I want to maximize my profit to uh, the most potential. So why aren't you playing all the contests on FanDuel? Why aren't you playing all the contests on Yahoo? Why aren't you playing all the contests on Superdraft? Why aren't you playing prize picks? Why aren't you playing Monkey Knife Fight? Why aren't you like we could? Why aren't you betting on props? Right? Yeah. You could be you could be betting on props. Why aren't you betting on sides and totals? Why aren't you Why aren't you betting on this sports book? Why aren't you betting on these thirty four sports books? Like like <laughs> yeah. this this thing goes it goes so far that at what at what point are you either not effective in doing all of this at the same time or two uh, you've you, you, 20, 30 years go by, uh, you have a hundred million dollars in your, in your bank account or, or your, or your crypto wallet or whatever, because people are going to be like bank account, savings account. That's for suckers. I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, you have a hundred million dollars and you're 70 years old and go, what happened to my life? Exactly. Right. You, That's like just, a legitimate fear for me is like, as we're having this conversation, I'm like, that is like why uh, I do a lot of the things that I do. Like I think about that now, like probably even like not that long ago, like, I, like I'm 33 years old. Like uh, I'm, I'm not like fearful of, you know, oh my God, my life's almost over. But like <laughs> to me, the, uh, it was Levitan, right? That said it, it was you know, kind of a stupid thing, but on his solo pod, he was like, I used to have a notification like every morning or whatever that was like basically a reminder that you can die, like you're gonna die. You know, and it can happen at any time or whatever. And so, like, I'm not taking it, it that far, but it is. It's like, the, especially and as you get older, again, I'm not saying that I'm old or whatever, but you, as you become more of an adult and all that kind of stuff, and, like, money isn't something, you know, I'm not, like, sweating paying my bills or whatever. So, like, I do want to, like, look back and be like, okay, dude, you were only in your 30s once. You were only in your 20s once, whatever. Did you sit at your computer all day every day and like grind prize picks? Like, are you gonna tell your grandchildren about like, oh yeah, I hit that sweet power play on prize picks, you know, when I was 33 years old, I 5X my $100. Like, no, like if you're skillful at this or want to be skillful at this, right? And want to make to make money at this, like there is some form of, of a balance. And like you said, for everyone that's different, right? For like some of these guys in DFS, they can do all of this. And and that's also what they want to do. Maybe it's what they enjoy. They've optimized their life and their, their process and everything around this. For me, and I feel like I'm more like, I, I, I do treat this like closer to like a profession. It's technically, you know, it's definitely more of a hobby for me, but I treat it closer to a profession than like the normal person does, I guess. But I lean more, towards like the casual player in terms of like how I, I think about things. I like, I, I can't do everything. I, I, it's my job to think about this stuff, to think about fan. Like I literally get paid to talk about DFS, to do DFS work, right? Obviously the best ball stuff too and all that. Like it's literally what I get paid to do. And I don't have the time or the mental wherewithal to, to like do all of this. And so you just have to take slates off and I have to, I don't say you have to, I have to take slates off. I have to, I literally, I, I, no one understands more about like odds shopping and stuff like that. Like you, you mentioned the different sports books and stuff, but like, I can't physically, when I go like throughout my entire day, like I reach a certain point where I'm like, Oh, that you know, I've discovered a new, however you stumble across this, right. I've discovered a new plus EV bet or whatever that I'm going to, that I'm going to make. I, you reach a certain point where I'm just like, just fucking open up DraftKings and go to draft. Like, if I have to lay three cents more of juice, like, <laughs> uh, sorry, you know, gambling gods, I know that I'm gonna get scorned for for you know uh, not finding the exact right right odds. Or yeah, oh, I didn't get you know I didn't max that bet. Or you know, there's just so many things that it's like. As long as you are, you know, kind of achieving your goals, right? Going back to the th the very beginning again, like everybody has a, a, a formula, everybody has, you know, a, a strategy that they've laid out to achieve that formula, blah, blah, blah. And like, as long as I'm getting there, like I, 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 I can't do it all. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it all. Right. I, I, I legitimately enjoy, I talk about it probably too much, these college sports and in, in, in DFS, you cannot make a lot of money. At, 
at these things. And like the, the whales and stuff, if I laugh at me, they're like, why are you spending all this time? Like the most you can make is like five to 10 grand and on, on one, one of these slates. It's like, because I actually enjoy this. I'm not mentally exhausted by the time I'm done with this. Like you said, like NBA, it's like, I'm getting ready for bed. And it's like, oh shit, Seth Curry's out. Now what, now what does that mean? You know? And like, and I'm only playing one team or something. And so there's just a combination of all of these things that is like, I think it goes back to the control. You, you mentioned like control. I want to control what I can control and, and controlling the things that matter to me and that impact my like life. And like you said, when I look back, like, am I going to look back at 70 years old, even if I'm rich as fuck and be happy about what I did or be like, man, you didn't even like really live a, a, a good life. You sat at your computer all day and like grinded out edges or whatever. Like, you know, how much money is too much money? How much money makes you happy? All those different things. I think, um, you know, uh, I'm controlling what I want to control in a way that makes me happy and then leaving the, and then the shit that I can't control. Right. Like you said, like just, it's gone. It's not even, I, I'm, not, I'm not even thinking about it because I can't control it. Well, that's one of the main reasons why I stopped playing poker for a living. I mean, I was playing poker from when I was 23 to 28. I ran a room in New York City. I, you know, played a lot of underground games. I played online also, but it yeah. got to the point, like I was also doing stand-up comedy. I mean, I've been doing, I was doing stand-up comedy when I was 17, mm -hmm. doing web development, then playing poker and stand-up, like, to me, like, after about, it, my stand-up comedy went down because I was playing poker all the time. And I loved, yeah. and, and I loved playing poker. I was like, okay, and I'm good at poker. And I got my own apartment. I was able to move out. I mean, in New York City, it's expensive. So moving mm -hmm. out of my parents' place and getting an apartment and like, okay, I'm moving on up. But like, by the time I was like 27, 28 years old, like four or five years into playing poker for a living, it's like... Well, I haven't written any new material in a year. Like I haven't, I haven't gone out like, and like, and I look at it and I go, what am I, what, what, if I was 70 years old now, if I had to choose between poker or stand-up comedy, which one would I have rather spent more of my time doing? It would be stand-up comedy, even though it pays the least, even though it's the crappier <laughs> yeah. one, even yeah. though it's like, oh yeah, you got to go out to Greensboro, North Carolina, drive 10 hours and get paid 400 bucks. Like that would be more fulfilling. I'd ra I'd rather work on that, even though poker I could I could make a living I could hit my formula right mm -hmm. maybe not yeah. win the World Series of Poker not make millions of dollars but could I make fifty to seventy five thousand dollars a year playing poker yes but at some point you're just sitting in a smoky room uh, of beer farts with uh, <laughs> but making money off of degenerate gamblers that that are dropping their rent money and it's like you look at that even at twenty eight years old and go. Is this what the rest of my life is going to be? I mean, like, right? Like, uh, yes, I'm paying my like. This is, it's accomplishing what my goal is to never have a real job. Yes, okay, I'm, I, I got there, I got there. Yeah. But is this what is this what I want to do? So I started doing stand up more, and I, I did it more often. That I'm like, uh, I was doing the road work more than in New York City, and I enjoyed it. I'm like, I enjoyed going out to Fort Wayne, Indiana. I enjoyed going out to. Detroit or the suburbs and mm -hmm. going to this club and that club, you know, you're getting, you're getting paid four or 500 bucks a weekend or something like that, uh, which ain't that much, uh, <laughs> right. but still, Hey, it's still the top 0.1% of all stand-up comics. Yeah. Like 99.9% yeah. .9 of people that try stand-up comedy will never get paid for a gig. So, uh, so, so some people call me a failed comedian, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not a well-paid yeah when I was doing it full-time I'm making $22,000 a year through all the gigs but you ask anyone at an open mic doing stand-up comedy if they could get paid $22,000 a year to do this they'd sign up for it in an instant yeah uh, but I was doing that more so like uh all these clubs in the midwest and the south and everything like that that's why I moved to Louisville I mean that's essentially and I chose Louisville because it's centrally located Mm -hmm. So I could get to Chicago in five hours. I could get to St. Louis. I could get to Nashville. I could get to Indianapolis. Like there's a lot of down to Atlanta in seven hours. Like it's, yep. it's very centrally located. I visited Louisville twice when I was in my band, when I was younger. So we toured through Louisville. So I knew it was like an artsy, it was like the Austin of Kentucky. So I wanted to go to a, you know, a, a, a progressive city, right? I could have chose yeah. Indianapolis. I could have chose Cincinnati, but I remember Louisville was like, Oh, this 
this is like artsy, like it felt felt like that. Uh, and also it was cheap. I mean cheap. To, I mean cheap apartments. And across the river was Caesars, Indiana, right? Now it's the Horseshoe. Now it's yep. whatever it's called. And they have a thirty-seven table poker room. So it's like, well, I could I could rent is cheap. I could still play poker, right? But they also mm -hmm. have a comedy club, and I could do all my gigs. And that, like, to me, I get the best of both worlds. I'm doing web development yeah. work where I could do I could do that anywhere. I'm doing it remotely. Right. So it's like, so that's so to change the my maximum EV thing would have been to stay in New York and play those underground games, and make you know make five thousand, six thousand a month or whatever doing that, and that would have been it. Mm -hmm. But then what am I? Then I, I I'm forty years old. Going what 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 am I doing? Right. So like okay. So now poker is not my living. Now stand-up comedy is my living, but poker is a little supplemental thing, right? Yeah. And you go from there, and then that turns into, you know, now I'm, I have other projects, entrepreneur, I did a video game site, and I'm just doing things that, to me, make me feel more fulfilling. Yeah. And DFS at, at, is fulfilling, but the main reason I do content is because, to me, that's the stand-up comedy version of, of what I'm doing. Like... If it wasn't if it wasn't for me doing content, like DFS would completely burn me. I, I would get I would have gotten to this at this point, six years in, I'm I would get to the same point that I did in poker, saying, I'm 42 years old. I'm not on like I'm not fucking around on Twitter, right? Like I'm not on road. No one knows who I am. They know my username, maybe, because they've seen my name yeah. type of thing. And it's like, like what am I what am I? How am I being fulfilled? Like other than I'm sitting in front of my computer all night doing NBA changes and stuff like that and paying the bills and whatever. And I'm not, I'm not going anywhere because I got to, I'm grinding every slate right in the morning. Yep. See CG, she had the, the esports and golf and whatever. And like, I have to plan my vacations around NFL Sundays and I have to plan any, I like anything like, like I got it. Like at what point do you live? At what point do you live your life? Yep. So that is, it is, it's so funny. It is so funny that we're talking about this because I've, I've been thinking about this um, a little, a little bit more. And the other thing is, you know, people will ask about the content type stuff. And it's like, you know, again, you get the, the, the ignorant, like Twitter replies or whatever, like, well, why, if you're a winning player, why are you, why are you doing content? Right. And we've kind of talked about this already in the past. So we don't like need, need to rehash it. But it was funny that, you know, you've kind of brought up like, oh, when I'm 70, right? Or if I wasn't doing content and I was truly grinding all, all of these, all these slates and grinding for maximum ROI and maximum, uh, you know, maximum profit, maximum income. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. How, I don't know where I would be. I don't know how my mental state would, would be. And I also like when I'm 70, there's no chance in hell I'm going to want to be, you know what I mean? Like, like when I'm a grandpa, am I going to be grinding, you know, NBA showdown slates? Like, fuck no, I'm, I'm not. So like part of this whole journey is setting something up either for the future or like if the content is just part of, like, like you said, part of your formula by all means. But like part of what I'm doing is like, I don't want just the DFS play to be like my, my end game because of like literally this entire conversation that, that we're, ha we're having here. Like I, I, I there's going to come a certain point, right? I don't have kids yet. So like, we're going to have kids. We're going to have grandkids. We're going to, you know, like we're going to get older. We're going to like, we already want to like travel more, especially since we've just been sitting in our house for two years because of a, a pandemic, you know, there's other things that are maybe not even in the formula now that will be and it's like do i really want to be grinding all these these edges that i'm totally cool grinding most of them now right but like that's not going to be forever so like there's other things that are a part of right why am i doing this spike week thing because this is this is part of a long-term plan right why am i even doing dfs content because this is part of my formula you know and so like it's it's so funny because people um again kind of going back to like the fee the whole fear thing, control thing, all of this. Um, and, and like what, what we're thankful for, I am legitimately thankful for like being able to kind of discern 
we talk again, we talked about the formula and it's not just what that formula is, but kind of the special, how, how do you make that formula work? Right. We're solving for like, how do you solve that formula? I have, a, I have my goals for what I want to do with DFS and they're different from Austin Mo's goals and they're different from your goals and they're different from, you know, whatever they're different from everybody's, but then like, how do I, how do I get there? Right. And being able to, you and I have this conversation every Monday or Tuesday, you know, every other Monday, let's call it every other Whenever, Monday whenever you show up, yes. <laughs> Being able to, to have this conversation, because I'm not grinding the, you know, or you're not grinding the afternoon soccer slate, right? Or because I don't give a shit about the NBA slate tonight because I'm just like, nope, I'm out on that one. I don't, I, I don't care, right? Being able to, to, to figure out the variables to that, to that formula for me, is like that's not something I've always been able to do. Frankly, I, I don't even know how long I've been able to to do that. Like I probably would have been like, I, I don't know how long ago I would have been like, yep, there's an NBA slate tonight, gotta play it, right? Because I'm playing, I'm playing all the slates. I might take like weekends off or something like that, but like I would be like, you would never catch me missing missing one of these. I don't know how long ago, a few years ago or something. But being able to get to this point where I'm like, what is it really? that I'm, you know, that, that I'm solving for? What is it really that I'm, I'm trying to achieve with all of this? And it's far more than just grinding each individual slate to a profit, right? Or, or like you said, uh, yes, I want to make as much money as possible, but there's like, I'm only, you know, uh, I'm only going to live so many years. So there's other things that go into it than just making every cent that I can every single well, day. To, 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 hi to highlight this, you, pro you, have, you have a similar mentality to I, that I do. Like you started Spike Week, right? Yep. You sat down with RG, Better Collective. It's that you you you're into best ball. Now it's quite possible ten years from now, best ball just goes and no one cares about it. You're, it's possible, right? Yep. You're taking a bet, and you're saying I want to build something. Then, let would would I be correct if if I if I were to uh, ask you, would you rather? Okay, here here's here's I'm trying to make. Trying to get the numbers right, so so it makes it a little bit more perspective. If you had the option over the next twenty years, if we go, if we fast forward twenty years from now, and you were twenty million dollars richer, so you have twenty million dollars in your pocket, or had five million dollars in your pocket, and SpikeWeek.com, you were you were known as the best, like. You were you were literally on like ESPN Plus. You have your show on ESPN Plus, right? Because yeah. you're 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 the Matthew Berry of best ball, right? Like yeah. you're that you you have three million Twitter followers and you're that guy. <laughs> but you but in order to do that, you're not grinding out every edge. You're not playing all the contests, right? Yeah. Whatever like that. So you have you don't have twenty million in your pocket now. You have five million in your pocket, but you have this thing that you built over twenty years. That like you that you actually enjoy doing, yeah. That you were able to control the entire time, and you you nurture you people in the beginning are like you should never do this. This is never going to turn into anything, right? You you did that. You have less money, or you could be anonymous, sit in front of your computer, only see your wife two hours a day, <laughs> right? And have twenty yep. million and have twenty million dollars, like. Obviously, I'm framing this in a very, you know, easier way to choose. Yeah. But, you like, to me, I'm the type of person that I don't need all the money. I'd much rather have the experience over 20 years of building something. Maybe building multiple things. You build something in a year later, like, oh, that sucked. That yep. failed. Let me build something else, right? Or you use the stuff that you build as stepping stones. Well, I built this thing. It got to a certain point. It failed, but it put me in touch with these three other people that are starting this 100%. other project. And now you're jumping on board, but now you're just partners with them. That goes up. Well, you sell your shares. It turns out you shouldn't have shelled your shares that early because it turned into a $200 million company. But you're not thinking of FOMO. You took that money and you started your own little thing. And now you built that thing for five years. On another, and it maybe it has nothing to do with DF. Maybe it's something completely different. You don't even know that you're interested in it now. But seven years from now, you will be, and you build something else. Like to me, that's that's what I enjoy doing more than DF. It's it's more than DFS, more than playing poker, more than like that that building something of value. 
that is of value that is not is is independent of the income that it gives as long as it gives enough income that it fits it solves that formula for you right if yep. you were able to yep. if i if i told you you can't play dfs ever again but you could build up something like spike week and make $150,000 a year doing that like i'm i'm thinking that maybe you choose to never play dfs again and just do that yep that's that's absolutely true and and there's even so much more to it right like like i don't even really particularly care you know about like the the personal following or whatever that's like not part of my variable but it's all the stuff that you mentioned like about like i legitimately enjoy this and not only do i legitimately enjoy right and it, it doesn't have to be like it's best ball for me, but it could be whatever for anybody else. Any, right, right. I'm, I'm just using it, that it Spike be, Week example for you. Exactly, it could be me exactly. with the theory of daily fans. I don't know what this 100%. turns into. This could turn into maybe I end, maybe I end up doing a sports betting course. Maybe it, maybe this turns into there's some weird DFS hybrid game that comes out. Maybe I'm the, maybe a board game company says we want you to make a board, and, and then twenty years from now I'm known as the guy that makes all those cool sports board games. Like who knows? But like, yeah. but without doing any of the, creating the stuff, those possibilities don't open up. And I enjoy thinking in terms of I don't know where I'm going to be from five years, but I know I'm going to be building something that I enjoy doing yeah. rather than sit anonymously in front of a spreadsheet. Cause then you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a real job. Yeah, that is, just, <laughs> that, that is definitely, that is definitely true. And it's funny because I, I don't think I ever, ever like even quite had like the moment uh, like you or, or like maybe even like necessarily said it out loud and maybe not until again, fairly recently, but I was never like, Oh, I don't want to have a, a, a real job. It was, I mean, I don't, let's get that out of the way i do not and i that is absolutely part of my formula now but but it wasn't like you know you kind of have always said like that was a that was an important thing to you and i never really factored that in um a ton but it it is absolutely like i don't anytime i do anything throughout my entire day maybe aside from like a couple of minor minor things because there's no job that is that is perfect and and doesn't have kind of tedious work but like doing anything for the, the spike week stuff, doing anything for rotor grinders, doing this show, doing any other shows, right? Doing guests go, going on other people's show. I never once feel like I'm working. Right. Like it doesn't, I, it, don't, it's, I don't it's, either. It's, it's not work. And then, so in turn, I get to enjoy my DFS play more. Mm -hmm. Like I enjoy, like, because like you said, it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like it just feels like a, this fun hobby while I'm like, like I'm just blessed enough to talk about sports and talk about gambling like, uh, uh, all day, you know? And then in turn, I can build something that, like you said, yes, I could, I could go radio silent and, and maybe scratch out, you know, some, some more money in, in the short term, but I would be sacrificing all of the positive things that, that we just, that we just talked about and why, like, I don't feel like I'm having a job. I, I'm enjoying myself every single day. I have tons of freedom to do whatever it is that I, that I want to do. And then I can use that to build something that is that like upside offset, right? That there's that, that's the kicker is like, maybe this thing turns into nothing. Most things don't turn into anything. So it's more than likely that it, that, that, that it doesn't, but I'm, my equation, my formula is already solved, right? Not working a real job, making plenty of money, having a, enjoying myself, blah blah blah. But I also now have that, like you said, that that twenty million versus that five five million thing. You have this thing that you're building, that is that potential upside thing, right? Everybody's into you know like the NFTs and crypto and all that stuff now, and I obviously invest in all that stuff too. But like that's what everybody's like. I'm gonna find the next. Board ape, right? That's like a kind of a joke. It's like who's got the next board ape? We're we're you know the next crypto punk, right? You know, we're looking for the next Ethereum or whatever. And it's like I don't really want to like that. Doesn't sound like fun to me. That sounds like a job to me. And and it is fun for other people. So that is solving their their equation. I would rather just like do this. Literally, what we're doing right now, every day, talk about the stuff that I want to talk about and enjoy it, while in turn growing something and building something that can turn into my, 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 my upside winner. Right. And if it doesn't, 
so what? I'm still, everything is going great for, for, it couldn't possibly be going better, but I'm getting, you're able to get like the best of all worlds, right? You're, I'm getting, I, I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like, you know, more than enough, more than enough money to worry, like to, to have zero worries and all that. And I actually get to enjoy myself while still having that like upside. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, not that everybody's, not that everybody's equation again is, is the same as mine, but I do think that is what a lot of people are, are looking for. And then going back to the very beginning of what we were talking about is like, think about all of that and how that fits right into like, oh, do I need to play this DFS slate or whatever? It's like the fear of missing that, that big win can be more than offset if you're solving for some other part of that equation. I mean, maybe it's like going out to dinner with your wife or like right. going on vacation or whatever. Right. Like to me, to me, to me, Eric, like, like what I've, I've been playing DFS for six years and I have a decently sized bankroll and I built on it. And especially the past two years with, you know, COVID or whatever, but yeah. like, like I remember, like I remember in 2019, like this is before I was at before I was hired for Roto Grinders. We put me and my wife booked a trip to Hawaii for three weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, it was during NFL season. Did he, do you think I thought like we booked it before I really was playing NFL series, like NFL DFS seriously yeah. even? Uh, so yeah, kind of sucked that I missed out on three weeks of NFL play. But I also got to go to fucking Hawaii. I mean, like, like <laughs> I mean, like, 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 why? Like, I was still on Twitter from the front and, and still like making fun of people or whatever because I enjoy doing that, regardless if yeah. I can't play. But the same thing <laughs> happened to me, like, like during COVID. I used to be, I used to be huge into wrestling when I was younger. So mm -hmm. in the mid in the mid nineties, early two thousands, like the, the the good period of wrestling. I, I, was, to, I was pretty into it, too, back back in the day. But I went to independent shows. I went to ECW events. Yeah. I went to some mm -hmm. early Ring of Honor events. Like, I was I was a wrestling nerd, right? Yeah. Like that. And then that nerddom turned more into poker, right? Because I was like, what, what what's the upside of me watching wrestling? Right. Not, I mean, but right. that obviously when you're, when you're 15, 16, 18, 19, 22, like, that's the version of sports, right? You're, that's your, that's your entertainment, yeah, but now you're getting it to the point of like, well, now I need a job. Now I need to make money. Now I need to like, <laughs> like do stuff like that. So like some of the, the sports stuff, like I started not following sports much anymore, right? Because I was doing some web development, then playing poker, doing stand up comedy, and I still need to find a way to pay the bills, right? So that yeah. there's something has to. I can't just sit and watch a game, whatever. Like I, I just I can't spend all that time nerding out over something. Well, now. DFS, I'm thankful for, has given me the time for me to nerd out about something and nerd about nerd out about something about uh, use something like it's weird to say I'm using wrestling like most people use sports. Yeah, and sp is, and sports, sports, the most, when, when people try to learn DFS, they go, you know, you know what DFS, if you play it well, you're going to start to hate like actually watching sports because <laughs> it's not entertaining anymore because it's just pieces yep. of a game that you're just watching go around. You go, what's the point of even what? Like, what's your favorite team? I don't have any favorite team. What's your favorite play? I don't, I, it's just my lineups that night and that's about it. It's like, well, you, now you can't enjoy sports anymore. So now I'm approaching wrestling the same way of like, I have no intention of having a wrestling podcast. I'm no intention of like, like yeah. I'm literally just watching as a fan. I, I subscribe to some YouTube channels. I'll turn on AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. And you know what I do? Maybe I don't play the NBA DFS that night because I want to watch 8 to 10 o'clock and I want to watch the Young Bucks flip around in the ring and whatever. Because I got <laughs> yep. back into, after 15 years, I'm like, like what? I am got back into wrestling. And, you know, I used to go to shows. Back in back in the old, I went to some Raws. I went to Nitro. I went to ECW. Mm -hmm. show, I went to all those. So I enjoy. I enjoyed that. You know, back then I didn't have that much money, so it's not like I could ever go to WrestleMania. I got money now, so yeah, <laughs> I got right. I got to my wife. You want to just? It's in Dallas. It's, it's in Dallas. There's a travel package. It includes SmackDown and Raw. I'm not even a big fan of the WWE product currently, uh, mm -hmm. but I've never been to WrestleMania. You know what? But I'm thankful for DFS. The fact that I could just it, it, like we we booked that we did. I, and he, my my wife is now into wrestling. Also, I got her into wrestling, so she's watching uh, stuff also. So it's like I'd love to go to WrestleMania, and, and they got this package and the hotel and the all access. Thing. Like so, I dropped five thousand dollars on that for both of us to go. Like boom, 
Like, who could do that? Like, uh, I, I'm thankful to do it. Like, we're going to the Royal, we're go, I'm going to St. Louis. I'll be in St. Louis in January. Never been to a Royal Rumble. Fuck it. It's in St. Louis. We'll drive there. Uh, I saw, I saw uh, Chris Jericho has a cruise. We're into more, more into AEW than to WWE. And I didn't mm-hmm. even know that that cruise existed. I saw it and I'm like, oh, it's coming up. Uh, you know, they do this once a year. It's, it's all these wrestlers. It's basically a wrestling convention on a cruise with meet and greets and they have wrestling on the ship. And bands play that they know, like, and it's and it's and it's, it's it's all the people you watch on TV. And I and I go I go, go to my wife who has a flexible job also. She's a crisis counselor, mm-hmm. so her schedule she could say I have this week off and whatever. Uh, and I just said to her, I just look and I said, here's this thing. And she's like, oh, can we do, can we can? And her eyes lit. I'm like, okay, I'll book it. I'm like, 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 like it's like that's gonna be like four grand or whatever. It's like, do yeah. these things turn into more money? No. Am I going to be able to play DFS during those time periods? No. But am I going to be 70 years old and go, well, I sat in front of a computer all day and it's like, like what, you know, maybe, maybe you could just make, take 10 grand out of your bankroll and say, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And like they're negative EV. They're it's net. Those activities are negative EV from a financial standpoint, but from a life standpoint, I view them as plus EV. Right? Isn't 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 that the goal? Isn't that your entire goal is to make your life plus EV by right, playing DFS? Right. right? I feel like I feel like the space that we <clears throat> the space that we're in. Everybody, you know, the, the the phrase EV, the letters EV get tossed around so much, and 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 it is obviously always like pretty much in reference to to you know the monetary aspect of things. But like you said, yes, the money thing is important. I will also want to make a lot a lot of money. But like you said, isn't the real goal to make your life Plus, plus EV, like the money is a part of what makes your life plus EV. And if the money isn't helping improve the, the value of your life, then like maybe try a little less, uh, you know, a little less of that than a little more. It's it, it's so funny you brought up the, the like you're going to not like the sport, like not be a fan of sports and, anymore. And I used to love the NFL. Like I legitimately like enjoyed watching. Now, part of it is the product is absolutely horrendous now so they, I, i'm not blaming all of of gambling on on me disliking the nfl the crazy thing every sunday the favorite my far and away my favorite part of of a sunday is when there's a formula one race in the mornings i've gotten into the you know netflix came out with the formula one um series and i was like hooked like instantly hooked like I, 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 like I'm, I, I'm legit. I legitimately like stand and watch the whole race. I, I, I love it. And I never, I'm not a racing fan. I fucking hate NASCAR. Never been something that I was interested in before. I don't even really know what it is, but I became like a, a super, super huge fan. That like hour and a half. I'm not shitting you. Like I do a show on Sunday mornings. I obviously play a lot of money in in DFS volume. I watch all the games. I don't enjoy that part of my day as much as like you said nerding out and being a fa- i don't bet on the races i don't even like, like i don't even have like necessarily like a team or whatever but like i just legitimately enjoy it and the funny thing another like funny thing that you happen to bring up i got my wife to watch the the, the netflix documentary because i was like i promise she'll like this i promise she'll like this she got it she's as much of a fan she'll be like sometimes she'll be like upstairs watching the race while i'm downstairs in the basement watching the race and she'll be yelling cussing at cussing at the tv because <laughs> if anybody watches formula one she hates max verstappen which everybody probably fucking hates max Verstappen. like she hates him with an absolute burning passion so she'll be screaming at the tv you know about about like something that max is doing or whatever but like that's it's something that we legitimately enjoy together that i never ever would have thought that i would have I would have enjoyed uh, before, or definitely that she she would have enjoyed. But it's like that's the thing now that like I'm a legitimate fan of exact same again exact same thing as you. Where there's only two, there, there, well there's only one U.S. race right now, but there's going to be another next year, and we're like, what? How do how do we go? What do we you know what do we got to do? And the same thing. It's not going to be cheap, but guess what? We're blessed enough with this DFS thing to to like. Do you want to go to Miami and go to this race? Let's just go do it you know like one of my monaco is their big like most famous race that's like a a a thing in my life that i'm like i'm doing that i don't give a shit like i is that making me any more money no in fact it's going to cost me a whole shitload of money to go do it but like it's it's a life 
EV thing that I, I want to do that. And I've been able to like find this thing that makes me happy. May somehow, somehow, some sick, twisted way makes my wife happy. Although there's a couple really good looking guys. Lewis Hamilton is an attractive color. So I think that she's a uh, uh, low key, like she just like you know, likes to look at, at, at the guys. But like, it's something that again, like you said, the life EV that like, that's now the thing that I can like nerd out about and like just be a fan of because I am not just a fan of NFL. I'm sweating every fucking shitty, you know, <laughs> Jamison Crowder catch, you know, like Michael, oh, please check it down to Michael Carter, you know, like I don't want to be, that's not like, that's not really very, very much fun for me. I'm not, I'm not going to be happy about that when I'm older. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it's come full circle to the, the thankful thing, but like that's, that is a hundred percent what I'm thankful for to be able to like maximize the maximize my, my life EV. And I feel like this week though is obviously the Thanksgiving thing, but like there's so much sports going on that like, dude, you don't have to play every slate. And like, and you don't have to play all the showdowns on Thursday. In fact, if you're playing the first showdown, the Andy Dalton versus what's his name, <laughs> Tim Boyle <laughs> showdown. Like, I think you, you probably need to work on your life EV, but, um, yeah, I think it's a this week is actually a pretty fitting time, even more so than just Thanksgiving for this this kind of conversation. And yeah, cheesy, but I am thankful for it. And I'm thankful for you to show up for a, for an episode of the podcast. Uh, you could you could follow Eric as always at Eric Bime for me at Blender HD. Short episode, but maybe people are thankful it's a short episode, right? That <laughs> Jeff Josh on for almost three hours last week. So maybe people look at the time code and go, thank God it's a short episode. So uh, we'll see you back next week after Thanksgiving. Thank thank you for listening. And uh, I would also thank you if you if you purchased. The Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. It's a 15-hour audio DFS masterclass at theoryofdfs.com.